Check, check. Mic check. Moto 60 show presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data on PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. It's Thursday, March 12th, 11 a.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. 702 586 7857. If you've got a question, about the 2020 Monster Energy Supercross Series and all that's going on right now. We're going to dive into that. Wow, things are definitely a little hectic, a little crazy right now. We'll talk to people about what we know so far, what we've heard from some good sources out there. 702-586-7857. Please, thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. You can uh, simply uh, go to your local dealer. Ask to see the latest and greatest from the folks at Fly Racing. 2020 and a half kinetic mesh is out now. Debuted at Daytona. Looks good. I like the blue and black colorway myself, but uh, Kiefer likes the white and uh, aqua himself. So uh, please check it out, flyracing.com, for more information on that. Also, I want to thank the folks at uh, uh, Max's Tires, AJ Catanzaro, Alex Ray using MXSTs out there in Supercross, and they'll be using them this weekend in Indianapolis. Uh, developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath, Maxxis.com for more information, light truck tires, mountain bike tires, and more from the folks at Maxxis. I want to thank the folks at Athena, sister company of Get. Athena is the point of reference in the market for the production of complete gasket kits for bikes, dirt bikes, ATVs, and Harleys. Athena's offer, offers, offering includes uh, high-end performance cylinder kits, pistons, fork seals, connecting rods, Valves, discs, and more, much, so much more. Athena.com, the incredible level of performance and reliability of their products is guaranteed by the latest generation quality controls and the continuous development is insured by the in-house R&D department. If you want to deal on anything from the folks at Athena or Get, email, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com and we will pass that on to you. And also, I want to thank the folks at ProTaper, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, Chad Reed, JGR, and multiple other Elite athletes put their trust in ProTaper, the complete product offerings available to your local Tucker Power Sports dealer or e-tailers across the country. Since 91, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components through ideas like the one in one eighth bar, the micro bar. ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we all experience riding our motorcycles. So lots to um, talk about when it comes to uh, the sport right now. Jason Thomas and Michael Antonovich will be on for the full hour. We'll try to break this down in regards to this weekend's Indianapolis Supercross, and the rest of the series as far as what we've heard and what is true, what is not. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? It was a miracle I made it in today. 
What? It's pandemonium out there. Yeah, you're worried about yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, uh, I already paid you for this show for the year up front, so <laughs> I expect a full That refund. was the only reason why I made it yeah, here. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it was a uh, hey, fun little intense uh, m- bump bike ride yesterday we had. It was, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Intense taser life. Perfect uh, weather, good times. Oh, uh, it was good for sure. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Let's get JT and uh, Antonovich on the line here to talk a little bit about what we know, what's going on, and everything else. Uh, Garrett's on one. Garrett, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, not too bad. Um, I just was listening to uh, Monday's show, and JT had asked about uh, your sound checks. Yeah. And um, I had tagged you a few times, I think on Twitter and Instagram, and Roxon's post, because I know Roxon, he's a metal fan, and he's big into music. Yeah, no, that'd be a good one to do, right? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Getting a hold of Kenny during the season is pretty tough to do. But uh, maybe he'd want That's to do what it. I kind of figured. Maybe he'd want to do it. He's in. He's passionate about music. You're right. So that might be a good one to get, uh, Ken Roxon. So I'll uh, I'll look into that, man. Awesome. Thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, giving away a set of 2020 and a half kinetic mesh stuff just dropped in Daytona for a uh, a call here. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, you got some Daytona comments? Yeah, I just want to know, man how how the hell are you going to say Daytona is the worst track? And you know, uh, let's get rid of it. It's like an old person that can't hold their shit. <laughs> I just I don't understand that, man. What you know? What what other track can you be ten feet from the finish line and watch the races and you know high five the riders and shit when they ride by? So what okay, other track so you do that? all right, so high five in the riders is important to you. Well, I'm not. I mean, that's just you know an add on. Okay. Being ten feet away from okay. Hey, being ten feet away from the finish line. Like, what else did you see? Ryan, what else could you see being 10 feet away from the finish line? Well, I mean, I'm not talking about sitting right next to the jump, but I mean, like, you know, right, you know, just after it, you can see the rest of the track. The only bad thing about Florida is we don't really have any kind of elevation. I know that's more for outdoors anyway, but, I mean, come on. It's all about we're there to, you know, see the races. Okay, my, my biggest thing is that you don't have to necessarily see everything because you're that close to the track. You know, you get to high-five the riders and stuff. They got everything on the Jumbotron there. And also, you can watch the race back when you get home. Oh. You know, I, I'm, I'm more interested in trying to have the best interaction I can with the riders. And then, you know, if I miss a couple things, then I'll, I'll just watch it on TV. Yeah, you know, well, I'd rather... yeah, listen, high-fiving the riders seems important to you. You've mentioned it three times. So, uh, you're right. Well, in that case... Daytona can't be beat because that's the only race that you can high five the front the fans or the riders. Well, as well as getting close to the podium and stuff too after the races. I mean, sure. That. If that's important, then you're right. That's great. That's not important to me. Uh, I've been to down there all the time, and maybe I'm losing touch with the common fan, Ryan. Maybe that's it. But um, I, I, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But so, you're, uh, you're a very busy man. I'll, I'll give you that. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah, for sure. Take care. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, let's get, uh, let's get a couple people on the line to talk about what we know, what's going on, what's happening uh, with the 2020 Monster Energy Supercross Series, including this weekend um, and, uh, and and more. So first up, from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's uh, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. Are we, uh, we're going to hold a, like a news channel type roundtable yeah. considering, yes. considering all things coronavirus here. Yeah, in moto, yeah, exactly. Cross section of moto and coronavirus. Well, we'll talk a little bit about the race coming up, but let's definitely t- get talk Is more Anton about that. Is going to hit me with a chair? <laughs> I don't know. Also from Swap Moto Live, uh, it's Michael Antonovich. What's up, Anton? How are you? Good. I love you too much for that, JT. I would never hit you. All right. Fair enough. 
Uh, we so, fair and balanced. <laughs> fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. <laughs> uh, JT, you're in Indianapolis right now. Um, I am. Are there zombies running around at all? I'm in the heart of the monster. Yeah, yeah Bro, exactly. I am so jealous of this right now. To just like JT has the nuclear football under his arm right now, just running it down the hallway to Prater. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, <laughs> hey, so. All right, listen, this is what we think we know. The Feld had a manager's call, uh, team owner's manager's call this morning. Uh, obviously, Seattle is canceled. That's already been announced. So Seattle is out. And uh, so that's now 16 rounds are left. Uh, this weekend's race in Indy, from what I hear, will be no fans. There will be no fans uh, at Indianapolis this weekend. So I, I would imagine, JT, hard card people only at this race or media or I, I don't even know like how they determine who's a fan or not, I guess they would go by hard cards, but this is a, this is a blow for the folks that fell because they're already in. Yeah, that's the rumor. I mean, we, we haven't seen anything official from Feld. Um, I, you know, it's pretty much all hearsay, but I think that's a safe guess. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, there, there are obviously people here. I'm already here. Um, you know, I think Feld is, uh, they're for sure going to lose money holding a race with no fans. Um, so I think their dedication, if, if they do go on with that plan, I think their dedication to hold the race uh, is pretty cool. Like that, that speaks volumes for their, their commitment to it because it would, I think, well, I shouldn't say it would be easy, but it would be easier to just say, no way, we're not doing that. We, you know, and, and just basically cancel the event uh, and save. I'm sure they would save a lot of money going that route, but uh, for the, you know, I, I'm torn. I'm sure Anton is as well. Um, you know, I went back and forth like 17 times yesterday on whether to, to come here and to travel and do all those things. Um, but yeah, if they're going to, if they're going to hold the race, then I, I guess it's our duty to be here. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, they're already in the tracks built. Like I would guess their financial, uh, hit they're taking is already done, you know, so they kind of have to go ahead with the event a little bit. Uh, that's what I would guess. But going forward, Anton, um, from what we hear, Detroit will be canceled, Boston will be canceled, and we'll do a bunch of double headers near the end, or they'll try to. But I think like the NHL, like Major League Baseball, Anton, I know you've been on this, this thing on Twitter, like right now we can't ha- have these races. And whether you want to argue politically on either side, I don't really care. But you simply can't hold these races when other organizations and other racing or sports sporting leagues are doing what they're doing. Like I, whatever you think about it doesn't matter. You just simply can't do it. No, and like we, there has been no political agenda from anybody like on this call or anything like that, or or Feld, anybody in a power to be. Is right now it's just a situation where you're like we have to wait for the government to see what they're going to do. Like in Miami today, they've already said. If we're going to have, or Florida, if we're going to have this IndyCar race this weekend, there will be no fans. NASCAR, same thing. What they're trying to do is not, you know, anything gnarly. They're just trying to prevent spread because so many people have this. Look at the news right now. The president of Brazil just got confirmed to be tested for it, and he has it. Like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's there, you know. Um, So, for right now, they just can't have these events. And I understand that it's a big shock and awe to us right now. This has been playing out for three weeks already around the world. Look at MXGP, MotoGP, way bigger series than what we're doing for MotoGP. If they're going to make these drastic decisions like that, it's inevitable that it falls downhill. I mean, JT, without hearing anything official, again, that's what we hear, Detroit's canceled, Boston's canceled. That makes sense. 
because you simply I, I, well maybe not JT but are you on the side of you can't hold these events if the other sporting organizations uh, aren't either well I think I think the biggest problem is that these states or counties whoever government is deciding that the events are not allowed to be held so regardless of what you know, Feld thinks it's safe or anyone thinks it's safe, they're getting shut down from, you know, a higher authority than they can overrule or, or decide, you know. So I think that's what's happening with, with Indianapolis is that uh, the state is saying, okay, well, you're already half in this event, but there will definitely be no fans there, similarly to what's going on where, what Anton described. Uh, but I think next weekend I could see that event getting shut down. I know we're all hearing that. Uh, I think that's fair to say that'll probably get shut down completely uh and then seattle's already done uh but I, I think as of right now that's as far as they want to commit to anything um this thing is happening so fast i don't know that anybody could plan several weeks out from now and, and know what it's going to look like if it gets worse absolutely i think everything goes away but mm -hmm. to say i mean we're a week ago i don't think anybody really felt this was a huge deal look where we are now so who knows what that looks like in three weeks when it's time to go to denver yeah mm -hmm. yeah well the massachusetts governor has come out and canceled the large events thing so that's where the boston stuff is coming you know from right, right. um but yeah i just you can't whatever you believe it if you operated an event with mlb and nhl and nba closing down and someone caught the virus well in this uh, litigious society, Anton, you're opening yourself up for something that Feld doesn't want to do. Right. The other thing, to JT's point, please, if you don't research who owns these stadiums, most stadiums are owned by state and local government. If the state and local government says we're not having something on our property, it's over. They're not going to risk it. doesn't matter how much you cry, what series comes in, anything. Yeah. The no, other thing yeah. that people have to realize uh, all of your wild ideas of, well, why don't you move it to Houston or why don't you move it here or you move it here? Look at those venues right now. Houston just canceled the Houston Rodeo, which is the biggest event that happens at NRG Stadium arguably every year. If they're going to cancel that, it's over. There's no place that's going to say, hey, bring it over here. We'll yeah. do this. We'll put all of our employees into this situation unnecessarily. Yeah, I mean – JT, this as you said, we don't know how this is going to go. I I talked to somebody on, on the inside of the NHL thing right now uh, with a couple of my mm -hmm. connections, and basically, they're like, "Hey, three weeks, and we'll see where we're at." Yeah, like 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 we're not we're not playing for three weeks, and then we're going to see where we're at. And I would think the Monster Energy Supercar Series will be the same way. Like we just. Let's reassess in three weeks. But there's a chance, JT, this thing is done after Indianapolis. There is a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. Uh, I think I think they will find a way to get some racing in. I really do. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, but, yeah, I think basically the plan is, you know, we're going to plan on racing. We may have some fill-in rounds. We may have some doubleheader rounds and plan on that until we can't. And, mm. if, and if it comes up in a few weeks and it's worse, or as bad, and, and we can't go racing, and we can't go racing. Yeah. But there's no – I don't think there's any upside to canceling things now. I just plan on doing what we're going to do, and then if it goes sideways, it goes sideways. Um, but, yeah, I think everything's well, happening so fast. They don't know – you know, they're, they don't know the lifespan really yet of what this problem is. They, you know, there are so many questions that have to be answered. Um, just – Overall, forget about racing, forget about sports, forget about anything right now. 
that have to be answered before they can make a determination on a race that's a month away. Well, I don't necessarily totally agree with you, JT. People have plans. They have lives. They have, uh, you know, so if you if you get out in front and say, hey, these are the ones that are done, you know, get but to. I, I think they've already done that. I think they know Seattle's done. I think I think if Seattle, if uh, Detroit's done, you'll hear about that very, very soon. Um, but past that, I, right. I'm pretty confident they haven't made any hard decisions yet. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I, uh, I wonder. Well, first of all, let's deal with this weekend in Indy. Uh, JT, what's that going to be like with no fans? How, how is that going to play out? It's going to be weird. It's, it's honestly just going to feel like the early practice sessions. You know, like the, the first on time sessions, that's what it's going to feel like. You know, the stadium will be lit, like the lights will be on similarly. And, yeah, it'll just be the good guys out there and, and a lot on the line with an empty stadium. So it'll certainly be weird. Um, but it's it's not something we haven't seen before. If you've ever been to press day or if you've ever been to the early practice sessions, there's really nobody in there, especially in the first session. It'll just be like that. What do you think, Anton? Yeah, it'll be like the old Qatar GPs where just nobody was there. It'll be just like that. <laughs> but um, the other thing, too, I mean, this is – I've already talked to some people at some teams this morning. Yeah, this is – just because the fans aren't there doesn't mean that, well, everything else goes on business as usual – I don't expect to be able to go walk into any team rig, like always. Yeah. I totally see teams being like, hey, if you're not part of our staff, you need to get away. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, that's to- they've already done it. They did it uh, during all the Formula One testing uh, earlier in the year. Uh, I want to say it was Ferrari did it and said, you're not going to have that happen. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I wonder, JT, as a racer, don't really, it won't really affect you, right? Like Eli, Eli Tomac, Ken Roxon. Like I don't, I don't see it affecting them on the track at all. Like you know, you're locked in, you're loaded. You, there's a lot at stake here for everybody. I don't see this that affecting a guy one way or another. So my biggest question is going to be, what's it going to look like? Are they still going to do opening ceremonies for no one? <laughs> I don't think so. All, like <laughs> everybody, hang, like everybody, rally up together and be like, hey, this is Chad Reed, that's Roxon, that's Tomac. All right, let's do this. Two fifty heats line up. Let's go. Let's <laughs> I don't go. Think, let's go. I don't think you even do that. I think you're just like, yeah, two fifty heats on the line. I don't know. It's going to be really weird, right? But they, yeah. I mean, for opening ceremonies, a lot of times they show some of that on TV, though. Yeah, maybe those have some. So how does that how does that get executed? I can't imagine the meetings like we're we're just going to shoot off fireworks for you know Steve and I. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> listen, uh, no, no one loves fireworks like JT, so they might shoot them off for you, JT, because I know you're a fan <laughs> of those fireworks. So. I, honestly, if like they're down, I will go out there and shoot those flamethrowers like the, the chicks do it in France. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, go hey, ahead, Mathis. I, I honestly though, I was watching that NBA game last night, and uh, when they when they stopped everything, and there was one player, it could have been his last free throw, like depending, and he sank it. Yeah, Vince it. Carter. Yeah, Vince Carter yeah. said, yeah. There is no way that you could look at you could go into the race to, on Saturday night and be in a championship position like a guy like Ken or Ey or Sexton or McElrath is and be like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen and not have that pressure on you. Like there is a lot of importance on these laps, like it or not, just because it's yeah. a full uncertainty of what happens yeah. after we yeah. get done racing. I mean, like, okay, like who knows? Because we haven't even heard officially from Fell, but I've talked to some team people that told me that that's the that's the thinking right now. Double headers in Vegas. Down the road, double. We'll, we'll race on that weekend off in Easter. Um, I'm very not East, not yeah. Easter. No, there's no they, way they won't race happen. Easter. You don't think that'll happen? Neither one. No, of you? I. They, they definitely won't race Easter. 
Okay. We're not racing. Dude, I don't think we're racing in the next four weeks. Okay, well. What? Look, because in this. I mean, we're going to race in, we're gonna race in 48 hours. So I don't, I don't know that, that. After that, though. I would yeah. because, like, if you see what's going on in all of these places, it's just a cycle. Like, the same exact stuff is going to happen. If Italy goes on quarantine and they shut down all their sports, we're going to end up doing the same. You know, it's, it's, it's going to go on pause for a bit. So there's really not a way that you could think, like, yeah, this is going to get better in time. And then you're going to go to places like Vegas, who they're probably not going to just be like, well, yeah, let's let that dirt bike race run in the middle of all this stuff because the same weekend of the dirt bike race is the NFL draft, and they're already saying no spectators at that either. Okay, so what do you think, Anton, that Indianapolis is the last round of the, of the Monster Energy Supercross Series? What, do you, what percent would you put that at yourself just from what you know? I wouldn't say last round, period, because if you look at all these other – sports you know they are rescheduling and they could probably make some time to get something going Mm -hmm. and then if major league baseball and the nfl because the nfl will probably feel the effect of this this is going to go on for probably six more weeks until we really figure out how bad this goes that's going to probably push the nfl season too so that could buy us some time for some stadiums so while they may not have it the right way there's nothing saying this is it they could just postpone it the way they postponed mxgp and MotoGP. what do you think jt uh, I would vote against that plan. Um, I would say they would, no matter what, they would have one more race somewhere, somehow, post this. Yep. I just don't think they can end the series here with no warning. Right, right, right. Um, so well, even, even, whatever they did, I think they would, even if they had to do no fans again somewhere, yep. just to tell everybody going in, like, hey, this is the last round, like, sure. no matter what. So yeah. I, and on top of that, there's so much money at stake for sponsorship deals out there. For, for Feld, for teams, for everyone, uh, they're going to do everything they possibly can to find a way to race. So I om- do I think it's the last round? No. I almost wonder if uh, if this you know if they put this thing on pause for three weeks or a month or whatever after this, if the motocross series isn't affected by working, maybe they work with uh, MX Sports a little bit. There's a weekend off after Vegas. Maybe that gets a race put in there. Maybe Hangtown gets pushed back to another week. You know what I mean, JT? Like, yeah, I don't see I don't see the outdoor series moving, um, and I don't think I, I really don't think that we move our season late like we postpone and run late late rounds like what MXGP is doing or anything like that. Um, I think they try to find a way to wrap this thing up at the latest the weekend before Hangtown. Uh, okay. however that looks, right. whether it's one one venue with two rounds or three rounds yeah. that weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, anything to get it done, I think is what it's going to look like. Uh, Anton, MXGP has put now three rounds after the motocross donations. I mm-hmm. wonder how much that's going to affect that race at the end of the year and riders and riders racing that. I mean, just in the sheer frame of things, like what's going to happen in these next 10 days as this thing moves through Europe and they other countries go through this? Because Czech Republic now has put in a state of emergency and said there is a limited move on travel, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything right now, like, it sounds nice, but look at MotoGP. Like, I know that you don't follow that, but anybody that has followed that and follows the journalists, like our counterparts in that, they've been getting told that they're going to get an updated schedule almost every few hours every day. Right. So there's, there's no, like this is the bullseye, this is what we're going to go for. This is a completely moving target at all times. Like I, and I think for the motocross, the nations and stuff like that, like it's going to be important to see if we even get to that without all this stuff intact. 
you know. But that'll that'll be interesting. I thought when they put Argentina as the last race, I'm like, well, yeah, then nobody's going to go to that because it's so late. But then now that they move Spain and Portugal back, now that puts some more importance on that last one. Because remember when the last GP was in Brazil and nobody went to it? Right. All right. Um, let's go to one. Um, Eli. Is this Eli? Hey, what's up, guys? What up? Hey, I had a question. Uh, say um, the series does get shortened significantly or ends super early and Tomac does win, how big of an asterisk would there be on his, no, his championship? No, s- stop it. You can't. Well, no, that's so dumb, in my opinion, nothing? anyways. No, you can't. Ten years? Dude, nothing, huh? there used to be Supercross races uh, for 13 rounds and whatever. We don't put, you know, we don't say, oh, he only won 13, only won 13 GL rounds. GL doesn't have one for his title. Yeah, GL in, in 03. Like, do you, I don't consider it, I look at Grant Langston as a champion. I'm not like running around saying, oh, there was one round canceled, yeah. you know? So I think I think the one thing he would lean on to is he's won the most races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, Eli. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. There's no asterisks here. This is it. No. This, this is how we do it. Uh, all right, Dustin's on too. Dustin, what's on? What's going on? Uh, nothing much. I had a question about like the east side rounds. Um, what, what's the chances of them coming to like Charlotte or somewhere? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think – I, I, I think that uh, uh, Detroit will be canceled. I think the Boston will be canceled, and I, I don't think they'll, they'll go anywhere else. Like Anton yeah, I, said – I, like, I, wasn't, I wasn't necessarily saying, like, this year, but I'm saying, like, in oh, future years. Oh. Because I'm, I'm, I live in Virginia, and we don't have any – you, you have to go to Georgia or, right. like, New uh, Jersey or somewhere to Supercross. Uh, Charlotte's got a nice stadium. Uh, why can't, did Wygant tell us that they didn't want the race there one time, JT? Because the grass or something, the owner? I don't know. Uh, Remember don't the know. Where, where Panthers sure. played? Yeah, there was a reason why, but the Panthers. And new owner now. So yeah, new owner, new owner now. So maybe Charlotte well, would be good, man. Well, I just, yeah. Well, I just figured maybe, it was, you know, it's three teams out of North Carolina that might be have a chance there. Yeah. Thanks for the call. So, and, all right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, Mathis. Yeah. Uh, I just got told that there is a conference call with all teams in Feld in the next 10 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. That already happened. That already happened. Well, maybe oh, did I? Oh, I was told there was another one. Maybe there's another one. Yeah. Another one, okay. Uh, Jeremy, what's up? You want to talk about Indy, Indy Supercross? Well, yeah, I mean, you guys already kind of answered most oh, okay. of my questions. But, um, so I guess I'll just leave with my, uh, my one thing of, uh, you think all this could be just because you hate Daytona so much? <laughs> no, I do not. No, I do not. I don't think so. But I, someone told me Ricky was saying, put, put races back in Daytona. Sweet Jesus, please don't. Um, I, I'm with I'm with uh, one of you who said that there won't be new venues here. They're gonna if they fit them in, they're gonna fit them in double headers, which is a little bit surprising because I believe those are uh, Vegas is a future round Supercross futures. So Feld is looking at you know the the loss of a Supercross futures thing, which I'm pretty sure they make pretty good money on, and, and as well uh, extra you know extra work and everything else for the for the teams and everything else, but. Yeah, JT. I don't think they go to a new city. This is they're going to squeeze them in the existing ones that are left, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, to you have to think to plan a new event at a new venue or even a venue you haven't been to recently. All the city planning that has to go on for parking and there, there's an endless list of things that have to be done. You know, the, basically the summer before with that stadium to, to make an event like that happen. So uh, the chance of going to a, a random venue to fit a race in is, is basically zero in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, adding, you know, if this if they wanted to go to, 
um, instead of Foxborough, adding a Vegas a weekend early or something like that I could see happening or adding a night uh, to an event, you know, going uh, going Saturday, Sunday, like the old old school days would be uh, another solution to it. One of the things I saw floated out there from somebody in the industry is three weekends of Vegas, which I'm down for. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think all of those opportunities are on the table because right. uh, a city like Vegas, a venue like Vegas, would definitely take the business. Uh, and they're, I think they're they're wide open as far as availability. Yeah. Um, and that's not a city that's really cracked down on anything as of yet. And, and like Anton said, we're so far away from it. These things are happening so fast and we have so much time. Yeah. Maybe that all changes tomorrow. You yeah. Know? We'll yeah. Have to see. Mm-hmm. yeah and- Monday, oh. Monday, I thought there's no way. I, I was like, just how bullheaded like racing is as a whole. We're going to like just skate under the radar. We'll like kind of fluff a couple things and we'll get through it. Dude, by yesterday afternoon, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this goes on without getting messed up. It all happened within 24 hours like that. You got to think, too, um, if we do some races, if we put this thing on hold after this weekend and we do some races down the line and there's no NBA, and look, this is this is, uh, this is a sun, um, this is a glass half full. Right. If there's no NBA and there's no NHL, could you put a race on? In an open air stadium, and maybe get some new fans. Could you put it on TV on a Monday night? Something like that, JT. Could could it be an opportunity for the sport to shine a little bit? Or I mean, is this this is again this is a glass half full? I do think there would be an opportunity for say NBC Sports to move it to big NBC in a in a prime time role, just because of the lack of yep. of other coverage or other sports. Um, I do think those other sports will come back, though. I, I heard uh, Mark Cuban saying they were hoping to get maybe seven or eight games in before the playoffs just to get everybody back into form. Um, I, I don't think all these sports are just going to cancel the season. I think they're suspended until yeah. further notice, and, yeah. and we'll see what that looks like. But I think they're all going to come back. But in the in the short term, if we go racing, absolutely. I think it it's going to get us more eyeballs than we've ever had, just because people will be starving for any sort of any mm-hmm. sort of sports at all. Yeah, like it, mm-hmm. glass half full. Like I, and, and like I said, I talked to somebody on the inside of the NHL stuff, and they've been told three weeks of a pause is what they're thinking yep. right now. Just pause it for three weeks. So, Yeah, um, and and to be fair, no one knows what this is going to no, look like in three weeks. No. I mean, I watched World War Z last night just to be ready because who the hell knows? <laughs> um, man, it's it's a definite strange time in the history of the sport right now and the history of the world, really. And you're right, this could go either way. And Man, it, 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 I mean, we're doing a live show Friday night. I don't have any hesitations of doing this. I don't, I've read up on it. I feel like... You know, I feel like we're okay being uh, in somewhat good health and being younger. And I, I don't know, I kind of, just on a greater life scale, Anton, I feel like you got to live your life. I mean, you seem a little bit more of like you're going to hunker down in your in your basement, Anton. Oh, in, no, no, in no, Missouri, no. I'm going but, about it. Okay. Oh, no, I'm going about it. Like, I can't wait for this weekend. <laughs> remember remember when we were in Paris, and I, I put this on Instagram today, like, and the terrorist attack happened, and we all just wonder, like, what goes on? Yeah. Those are the most amazing moments of, like, oh, yeah, this is why I want to be here. I want to see history get made for once. Right. Like, this is going to be yeah. awesome. Right. Uh, you just have to practice common sense. Like, I-, I agree. Yeah. Watch your stuff. Watch your shit. Um, uh, the thing is that we do have to realize, though, like, we as an industry, like what you were saying earlier, this could be a good way for all of us to come together. Hey, man, there's going to be a lot of guys that we see every weekend that are going to feel an economic squeeze from this. 
because if there is no races, there are mechanics that are 1099. They're not going to get paid. Uh, this is going to yeah. hit a lot of guys. Wow. California, Gavin Newsom has put out, you know, that they're probably going to put a limit of 250 people or more. That could put a big damper on local racing. Like, this is going to have a big, long-lasting effect on the economy of everything in the sport. Yeah, I've, I've been scared to look at my, my investments lately. But even, Don't look. Don't even, look. Even JT for you, WPS, you guys are, um, you know, presenting sponsors of this Monster Energy Supercross series, like, there's a lot of money on the line for you guys that you've committed to and, and felt guys need to run their series, and everything's on hold. Like, who knows? Yeah, and as far as, like, the Supercross sponsorship goes, of course we, you know, want to be involved and in, in everything to go smoothly, but um, I think just for us it's a bigger concern with just the health of the industry and the health of the economy. Uh, you know, whether we show up and, and sponsor a Supercross race or not, isn't really going to determine our, you know, success level in, in the market, uh, especially if fans can't even come. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously very inconvenient, and, and our staff is here. They're all flying home, or a lot of them stayed home. The, the people that drove the trucks here are actually driving, and they're leaving tomorrow. So there's a lot of moving parts that all kind of are happening fast. Um, but I think my biggest concern is just making sure people don't panic, right, use proper hygiene but as far as like people riding dirt bikes this is the best opportunity ever there are no crowds go ride your dirt bike go trail riding go do all the things you know if you have to stay home or you can't travel that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for people to go do things that maybe they didn't have time to do before so um I'm, i know it's going to be rough for a lot of people in the industry economy wise and, and the economy overall but i think we have to try to find silver linings where we can and for me, if there are, you know, off weekends coming up, I'm going to try to make the most of it and, and do something that I want to do with, with motorcycles instead of, you know, traveling around the circus like we do. I'll tell you what I feel mm-hmm. bad for, though, and, and all of us aren't in this position, but, well, Anton, you were as a young kid. Like, dude, you wait all year for the Supercross to come to your city. Like, you don't travel. You just wait for the Supercross race. It's the biggest deal ever for you as your family and everybody else. You get to see Chad Reed and... And Ken Roxon and, and and like now you can't or you're not going to be able to in some of these cities like massive bummer for fans yeah. of the sport and, and there's nobody to blame for that it's it's a terrible situation but man you got to feel for those guys mm-hmm. those people I remember I remember back before the Iraq war conflict started and it was right before the St Louis Supercross and I was like terrified that they were going to cancel St Louis Supercross. So the fact that, like, we've gone through all of these things in the past and never canceled, this shows the full scope of that. And I feel terrible for fans because a lot of dudes are going to get miss out on hotels and all this other stuff that they can't do. But good on Fell because it looks like it will be a complete refund for anybody that doesn't get to go. So that'll be nice. And to JT's point about the whole go out and live your life thing, dude, I totally agree. I think the fact that so many people in the industry with te- within teams and riders and the organizers have come together to try to get on board with one message here, now that we know that we can all communicate and work towards a common goal, let's just use that further down the line to get more people on bikes when everything kind of mellows out. I mean, uh-huh. this could be a great olive branch that everybody starts working together with. Right. All right. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, presented by the folks at Athena and Pro Taper and Max's Tires. Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing on the line. Our lines are full. Let's take a few questions here. Uh, Christopher, what's going on, man? Hey, so I was just curious about 
the uh, whole double header thing. I know that it's been an issue getting the riders on board for the triple crowns with multiple gate drops in a night. So my question was for JT as a prof- former professional racer, how do you feel about having these double headers multiple nights in a weekend with um, from a physical demand standpoint? Yeah, what do you think about that, JT? I know you were not around, but the series used to go to Seattle and Pontiac uh, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. How, how do you? Th- and it's a lot like Europe, I guess, JT. You've done a bunch of those races. Yeah, it's it's not a huge deal. Um, obviously, you know, injury or something bad happening on the first night would be tough because you would have a really hard time racing the second night. Like a, a guy like Blake Baggett last weekend, him having to turn around and race Sunday would have been impossible, right? So now you lose yeah. points for two rounds instead of one. Um, but as far as, like, the being physically taxing, eh, I mean, it's it's tough, but it's not something you can't overcome. I mean, I remember racing three nights in a row at a race like Bercy early in the early days, and then Dortmund was always three nights. So, yes, yeah, three nights, the third day, you are struggling. Everything hurts. You're sore. Um, you know, I would only ride a couple laps of practice. Usually I would just be like, I don't, I don't need to run track. I don't even need to be out there. I could just go straight to the race if I wanted to. Um, so I don't think, especially your top guys, it would really matter so much. Like, they're, they're going to be fine. And you don't really ride all that much um, for, you know, in a day. I mean, you probably only ride, what, a little over an hour at the most. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and there would be ways to cut down on that. You know, the second day, you obviously get rid of the free practice. You don't need that. Um, so they could they could take that out, turn it into two practices instead of three. And really, if you're going heat and main event, it's it's not that taxing. It's it's really not. I, I, most guys at the elite level, especially, are not even sore on Sundays. Uh, yeah, Supercross isn't now back to back nationals. JT could be a thing, but could be a big deal. Yeah, back to back nationals would be would be torture. Uh, I don't even know if it would be physically safe. Right, but uh, Supercross no big deal. Christopher, you got a bike. Uh, I do. All right. You want a set of gear? Want a set of Fly Kinetic 2020 and a half Kinetic Mesh? Sure. That'd be great. All right. They just launched this weekend. So, uh, and uh, stay on hold. All right. We'll get your information. Okay. Thanks. All right. No problem. Uh, all right. Let's go to Adam on two. Adam, what's up, man? Oh, this is Christopher. Sorry. Uh, I'll get it. All right. Uh, Jonesy, what's happening, Jonesy? What's up, guys? I uh, was hoping to change the topic a little. I work in healthcare, so I'm inundated with yeah, coronavirus. I bet. Um, we're talking uh, the, the the pulp uh, fantasy show was probably the funniest, maybe not the most insightful ever, but the funniest <laughs> having Weege on it. I can't believe how confused he is as to why he's doing terrible at the show. And I was curious <laughs> if that's on brand uh, for him to uh, not know simple math. Or uh, he seems like a logical guy. I thought, JT, you were going to unload on him. You didn't. You were pretty calm. I thought you would get a little angrier. Well, I couldn't tell if he was, like, playing a role. Like, was it shtick? Or <laughs> did he really not get it? <laughs> I think he really I doesn't he get, it. get it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my guess. I, I can see him playing a heel, but I didn't get it. I don't think he got it. Yeah, I don't think he just said, I'm scoring double points and I got an all-star. That's, that's all he kept saying well, I, over and over. Like, I mean, if you have a zero on your team, you have no chance. Like, you're you're going to have a bad score no matter what happens if you have a zero. But even, you know, uh, we've got some 52s lately. Uh, Pierce Brown, Enzo Lopes lately. We've got 52s. You don't have those guys. That's 15 points that, you know, from a normal, yeah. let's say, average double point rider. Right? Like yeah, that's, but even think, think about even if you have a 52, he had a zero. 
that means you're now you've just split that into two twenty sixes, which is going to get you smoked every time. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I don't know. He, he and I'm just guessing is, he's, he's not getting using... a fifty two because he doesn't want anyone with any any sort of risk involved. Yeah. Well, he's confusing mediocrity with excellence. You know, it's fine to do okay. <laughs> You know, getting getting double point guys, but you have to get the absolute top tier. There's so many people playing now that it's going to be you have to really swing for the fences if you want a top score on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jonesy. Thanks for the call, man. Good luck hey, with everything. Hey, one last okay. One last question: How many people are playing this year in fantasy? Because I know he kept saying I'm in three thousand, which I'm guessing is somewhere around the middle. Well, anyway, you can but... you can pay to play or you can play for free, right? So it's kind of different. Like I don't even know to be honest how many are on each, but I know that I've gotten five thousandth before. So I know that. So, yeah. Uh, thanks, so man. He's on par. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thank Have you. Me. Appreciate it. Yeah, when you play, a lot of people sign up and play for free. So uh, let's go to Andrew. He's got a question about Austin Forkner. Andrew, what's up, man? Hey, yeah. Uh, I was just wondering. So before the break, when Austin Forkner was in the um, press conference, he had mentioned that, you know, he's going to start doing some outdoor motos and start training differently for the outdoors. So is that just something – they do to try and not get burned out throughout the entire season because like to me you train the same the entire time because if you can do 25 30 minutes on a supercross track it'll be easy to do 15 on a saturday night you know he kind of implied he's not you know not really working as hard during supercrosses i mean obviously outdoors are much harder but like you know why would he train significantly less uh no a lot of guys do that anton they ride outdoors on during the breaks it happens oh yeah ton of dudes uh, a lot of guys, even last week, were riding outdoors. I mean, partly for Daytona prep, but then they just like that it's a change of pace. Like Baggett even said, it's weird that everything goes so fast after the you know second, third gear blip of the throttle around a Supercross track for months on end. Yeah, no, it's right, com- it's common. Well, I'm saying, like, I understand they ride outdoors, but I'm saying he said he was going to train differently, like implying that like he was. Like I said, like, obviously yeah. he's going to ride the outdoors, but, he, like, he's not working as hard during Supercross is what he kind of implied, I felt like. Uh, I, I didn't hear him, but I, I can't imagine a, a training program, JT, be much different for the two. You're, you're going to get in shape either way. You're going to ride your bicycle. You're going to do your work in the gym. Yeah, I mean, the training is going to be really similar. The on-the-bike training is, is different. Um, you know, the the heart rate is is different for outdoors versus Supercross. Uh, Supercross heart rate and intensity is way higher, but your muscle fatigue outdoors is much, much tougher, right? So two different styles of riding, um, but it was really hard for me to hear. He was really quiet on my end, so I was only catching bits and pieces of him. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. I just – I don't think you would change anything up that much, you know? So uh, 702-586-7857, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, presented by Pro Taper, Maxis, and folks at Athena. Uh, flyracing.com uh, the 2020 and a half kinetic mesh available now and that's not limited either jt right you guys are full full bore on that stuff it's not no like- no we can we can sell you as many thousands of pairs as you want <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. uh in other news i don't know if you guys saw uh, zach osborne's uh instagram today mm-hmm. i did not yeah he uh confirmed that he's got a, a, a back injury as well with his crash and he's out for the rest of supercross which would be tough anyways to make some of the rounds, and we don't really know as we talked about what's going to go happen, but Zach o, uh, Anton says he's done for Supercross. Yep, I'm going to turn his attention towards getting ready for outdoors after a lot of time off. Um, 
which sucks and bummer for him that he already went to the hospital and thought it was one diagnosis and then takes all this time and it's not even that at all. Yeah. Um, what do you think, JT? Yeah, and I kind of wondered, I haven't spoken with this, and Steve, you can attest to that. You see the, the group text we're in. I haven't really asked him what the plan is at all. Um, but I, I was definitely wondering if he would even attempt to come back for Supercross uh, just with the way the, the series had been going yep. and then knowing the, the time frame. Um, and I'm kind of still in that mode for Cianciarillo. You know, he had been eyeing Seattle, which is done now. Uh, and then with all the chaos that's going on, will he just change his focus and yep. say, forget about it, I don't need to do these double headers or worry about any of that. Will right. he just go focus on Hangtown now? Something about double headers, question I, we got on Twitter actually during the show. I don't really thought about it. Neither one of you have watched a doubleheader like in Seattle and Pontiac days, right? Like, n- none of us actually ever went there, right? Um, is it changed track? I don't think so. Was it a different track? Did they change the uh, they, they They definitely have. They've done it both ways, I think. Um, but I, I think generally if it's going to be two different rounds of the series, yes, they would change a track um, because it's each, each night is a points-paying night individually. Mm-hmm. So they would change the course. I would hope so. That's a lot of work, though. Gee whiz. That's, that's, that's crazy. Well, I mean, you think that. about it. They did it for, uh, you know, they've done it to where it's it's almost you could do it where it was like a Monster Cup where you could just flip the track backwards. You know, yeah. I think they have a lot of options for how that could look. Or the Arena Cross in Atlanta one year, right? They stayed all night and built another track. So they've done it. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, and U.S. Open, you know, we used to have a different track for the second night as well. Did we? Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, as of right now, everybody, the coronavirus is uh, definitely affecting the Monster Energy Supercross Series. What we're hearing, I'll get you guys back up to date. Breaking news. JT's live in Indy right now. Everything looks fine here right now. I don't have my coronavirus sunglasses on, but I don't see any. I don't see the virus anywhere. But you're in a room. You're in a locked room right now. I am. It's probably... Probably some sort of quarantine. I'm self quarantine myself, but right. I have a. Uh, I have to go lead a seminar like 90 miles away from here tonight, so I will be. Uh, okay. I will be amongst the fans. Probably the only fan event that's going on this weekend, yeah. other than the, the live pulp show. Yeah, we're doing a live pulp show still tomorrow night, Irvine Theater in Indianapolis. So, um, but for what we know, Indianapolis ran this weekend. It's not official, so none of this is official, folks. It's just what we've heard, boots on the ground from talking to some teams, uh, Indianapolis ran this weekend with no fans. I think we can all say that's happening, right? I mean, does anybody, mm-hmm. anybody disagree? Uh, I, I think that's the plan. Until, right. until I see a firm announcement from the state of Indiana saying that we can go racing and how, I'm, I'm waiting right. to make anything a go. Uh, I believe Detroit will be canceled. Me, myself, I believe Detroit will be canceled. I believe uh, Boston will be canceled. And I think we're looking at a schedule of uh, a few weeks off and then some double headers in Vegas, in Salt Lake, or maybe a weekend in Vegas in there somewhere. Uh, maybe the weekend after Vegas, after Salt Lake that's open, maybe we go there. But that's way too far, as we talked about, Anton, to start making any concrete plans. I, I would say, though, for this would be the last race, in my opinion, Anton, for a couple of weeks at least. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be wild. Like, there are going to be guys that are just going to have to go for it just because they don't know what, what comes after that. You know, some of us have uh, things on, on races on the 250 E Series, JT. Some of us have some investments in that. <laughs> how's that going to work? How does that work? Do we I don't know? know. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, 
But yeah, so that's what we think right now, folks. 702-586-7857. If you want to call in, we got a little bit of uh a little bit of time left here. David's on four. David, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, boys? Just had a question about the rounds that might happen. Um, are they going to be driving to the rounds, you think, in the truck, or are they still going to be flying? You mean the teams? Yeah, the teams and also your guys, yourselves in the media. Yeah, I mean, too. honestly, look, and this could come back to bite me because the whole podcast empire could be gone if I die of coronavirus. But I, myself, David, I'm not really doing anything indifferently. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to be cognizant of touching my eyes rubbing my eyes and such but I, I don't i'm 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 living life man um as far as flying like if i have to if i have to fly i have to fly jt well and, and honestly like i think we are all a little bit more numb to this because we, we travel around the world and, and i mean perfect example you were in france when the whole paris terrorist thing was going on you didn't care at all right you were like yeah whatever student do the quad you know, like, yeah. that's all you were worried about. I was thinking about that this morning. Like, you <laughs> not answering the phone and not talking to anybody for, like, 12 hours, and then your first message is, he's not doing the quad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, life goes on, man. Oh I, don't, God. Uh, I don't know, David. Uh, but, so, yeah, go ahead, JT. Just to that point, I mean, my what I keep coming back to is I keep looking at vacations for these off weekends. Like, it, so that's probably very callous of me, and I, but... I just know where my head is at on some of this stuff, and I fly all the time, and I'm probably subject to all kinds of nasty stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, it doesn't seem like anything I do changes a whole lot. Like, I'm going to be – I'm on airplanes constantly. I've, I'm flying, like, every other day right now. I'm in groups of people all the time. I shake probably 100 people's hands at every race, right? So, for me, I'm kind of just doing what I'm going to do because – I'm always susceptible to it. I mean, it's, yeah. it sucks to say that, and it's it's a little scary to think about it, but I just know that's what I'm putting myself into all the time. Anton, you're the same way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I drove to Atlanta, and I drove to Florida because, like, economically it's just smart from where I am. Driving to Indy, was going to drive to Detroit. But I had put off buying a Seattle ticket just for this reason, like, for quite some time, because I'm like, yeah, it's inevitable that this is coming. And even as far as, like, Saturday morning, I was asking, should I buy a ticket or not? And then Monday morning was trying to figure out, do I buy a ticket or not? Uh, the problem that I wouldn't fly is is because I don't want to get stranded somewhere. So, like, when these races do pop up on the West Coast again, if, like, Vegas, didn't, Vegas comes up because that is so far, and I have to fly to that, I will. But I'm lucky that these next few are just within driving distance. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be at the mercy of an airline or something like that and just be like, hey, guess what? You're not coming now. Like, we're done. Oh. Because, like, on these cruise ships and the same thing, it, it's just going to get interesting how it is. Yeah, flights are still going to happen, but how fast this is going and we'll see what goes on from there. Like, I don't want to get out to Denver and then just be stranded, you know. I just booked my Boston ticket like three days ago. So great work by me. Um, well, I'm heavily, I'm heavily considering going to Cabo on one of these off weekends. And if I get stuck in Cabo, I, if I get stuck Are in you? Cabo, like I, I'm okay. Like I'm, You're I'm never totally okay with that. Where's JT? He's selling fly. He's selling fly in Cabo. <laughs> I'm working with our Mexican distributor down here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in a cabana bar. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Derek's on four. Uh, Derek, what's up, man? You want to talk to Anton? Yeah, I just wanted uh, a couple comments for him. Like, I know I listen to the Swap Moto podcast as well, and especially like when it comes to jerseys, he's always like, 
a little too dunny on things. Like, uh, Steve, obviously, you're uh, the other side of the coin. Yes. And, uh, like, I know, like, their pre-race stuff. He's like, oh, that guy's going to be top 10, and that guy's going to be top 10. And I swear there was 20 guys that were going to be (laughs) full-time top 10. Probably. And uh, I actually, I listened to his podcast that he did with you the other day, though, and I was like, I got a little insight into him, and it kind of changed my opinion of him. I still think he's a little too rosy on things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's a super fan. Actually, once I, I heard that podcast, I changed my tune a little bit on him. So uh, I just thought, like, he always seemed to lean towards, like, everything was great about everything all the time. And maybe it's just because he loved everything so much. Yeah, maybe Anton can come down and I can come up and we can meet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is that maybe what no, we could do? Cause one of each and it balances yeah. out. Because I'm always. Where JT's at. Yeah, then JT's just there. I'm always yelling and screaming about something. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Derek. You want to set a pro taper tie downs? have a set but i would like another set if you want to yeah give to me, take a, great take another set why not cool yeah all those right. are the best tie downs made stay on hold uh all right protaper.com oh i just hung up on him my bad oh tits likes that <laughs> takes things that's funny uh caesar what's up man how are you you and yourself good what's going on what's your question good uh you know i was just i was 15 minutes in late but you know, you know going on with this whole coronavirus thing if indeed they do cancel or spend the rest of the series, do you think, you know, Eli and Ken with the momentum and um, confidence they got going, you know, do you think they have to start fresh all over, you know, like an A1 for them all over again? Or Yeah, what do you got? Um, what do you think, Anton? Like, uh, say we do put this thing on hold for two, three weeks after, after, after this weekend. What, what do these guys do? How does it transfer over? You know, I've been thinking about that, too, because, like, even in the meantime, what do you do for training? What, you don't want to peak. You don't want yeah. to turn your attention somewhere. There's a lot of variables about that that's going to have to go on. Uh, I think it would almost be just kind of how we viewed last weekend with Detroit or with Daytona. Like, hey, we're tied or we're at this point. Now it's just time to have a healthy push all the way through. Um, honestly, I, I, it's hard to say what anybody's going to do until we figure out what happens after Saturday night, if we keep racing or not, because it's just speculative right now. I would think a lot of guys just go into maintenance mode, though for the time being as far as training goes, not trying to make like any massive gains or they turn their attention to the nationals and get a little bit of extra testing for that. Uh, but as far as like Ken and Eli, I have no idea. I think that they're just like, uh, we got to wait and see what this does. What do you think, JT? Right. What, do you, what do you think if you're one of those guys? Yeah, it's, it's day by day. I mean, no matter what, they're going to start thinking a little bit about the outdoors, right? So um, generally, as you start going into April, you start mixing in a day of outdoors. Even if your primary focus stays on Supercross, you, you have to start getting into outdoor mode. Um, getting up to speed for outdoors doesn't happen overnight. You've been riding Supercross for six, seven months by now. Yeah. And uh, it it, it's a process to get up to speed, get the bike sorted, to get your fitness up, get, you know, it's, you completely change your riding style in, in some aspects. Um, so, yeah, it's, I don't think any, anyone's ever faced any sort of dynamic like this. So to think there's a roadmap for it would be probably silly. Uh, yeah. But I, I can guarantee there are some questions being asked. Some, you know, I'm sure there's some team meetings about what, if it goes this way, what do we do? If it goes that way, what do we do? Wouldn't, um, because uh, the last thing you want to do is get caught flat-footed. Wouldn't you, JT, if you were in their shoes? I, I mean, we'll hear an official announcement, but we think the next couple weeks might be done. But mm-hmm. we'll, let's say they are. That's what I believe. That's what I would bet on. I would almost, if I was Ken and Eli, I don't want to say relax a little bit, but take a week off and recharge. 
That's what I would yeah, do. I, it's, it's been a grind. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah, right, for, especially right. if, especially for someone like Kenny, who you know his immune system has been run down and he has battled uh, fatigue issues for the last year. Right. Knowing that you don't have to – well, I shouldn't say knowing, but very unlikely we race in Detroit next week. You yep. know Seattle's done. Yep. Uh, and you, so, yeah, I don't think it's a horrible idea um, just to take the opportunity to recharge your batteries a little bit. Yep. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, you got it. Thank you. Uh, Todd's on four. Todd, you got a Pulp Mix fantasy question. Yes, sir, Steve. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for calling. What's up? Good, good. So, big fan of your show, big fan of the Pulp MX Fantasy, played every week. Actually doing relatively well this year, ranked 47th so far. Nice, good work. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, if we go to double headers, how is that going to change? Probably too early to ask, but how we, you know, time to get our picks in. Any thought on that? Any? any... Uh, Yeah, I I don't know right now. I I would think from what I hear, the Sunday double headers back in the day ran around noon. Everybody had to be at the okay. stadium around noon, and then it was sort of a regular program, practice and everything else. So, you know, we'll okay. let people know that. But I, I would guess, JT, the Sunday, if they do the doubleheaders, the Pulp Mex Fantasy, nothing changes. We just you got to pick it again and for the night show, which is actually going to be an afternoon show on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm assuming that they would have fans at that event. I, I don't think they're going to run, especially a doubleheader event with no fans. Um, I don't see that happening. I could be wrong there, but I, I just know the financial hit that is involved there, and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so assuming there would be fans, yeah, it's generally an afternoon event. You would go Saturday night Supercross, normal normal event, depend, you know, that, and that all depends on the TV schedule, right? Because, like, uh, Foxborough was a earlier event. We were done at, I believe, 8 o'clock at that event. So you would run your normal Saturday schedule, and then Sunday afternoon would typically be an afternoon, uh, and that's just because people have work and school and stuff on Monday, so they try to get you yeah. know get the afternoon event in there. But yeah, who knows, right? Like we don't know. So yeah, yeah. stay stay okay, tuned, cool. Todd. No. But thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank I you. Mean, thanks. Uh, all right, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show with a th- uh, presented by Athena Pro Taper and Maxis. Let me let me make you two guys the uh, king of Supercross. Um, what do we do? What do we do, Anton, from here? What What do you think should be done? They just have to put it on pause. It's the only thing you can do because you're now at the mercy of state governments and of facilities. It's not our property that we get to run or manage. We're at the mercy of what the people that own the actual buildings do. If they say we're not going to put our employees at risk, there's no getting around that. You just have to wait this thing out. What about you, JT? What, what do you think should be done? Uh, I just think you take it day by day right now. I don't know that you can put it on pause because the rest of the series and schedule doesn't work like other sports. You know, there there are too many other things that would prohibit us just put pressing pause like the outdoor series. I don't think the outdoor series is going to cancel theirs or move theirs to help Supercross. I don't see that happening. Um, so I don't know that you can press pause. I, I think you – do everything you can possibly do to get however many rounds you can in between now and May 9th or May 10th. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting to um, see. Yeah. One thing on that, this will be a very interesting dynamic to see how well Supercross and Motocross play with each other. If we do get to that point of, hey, man, we're going to have to push these Supercross races back or we're going to have this or we're going to have that, somebody's going to have to give somewhere, and it's two parties that are not one to give towards the other sometimes. Uh, yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a little bit, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys, like, I don't think that it would help them, but in this case, with 
this stuff going on. I think they would, but I got no proof. What, no what inside are they going to no. do? They got it more off weekends. They could just push races back more. You know, they got. Sky- yeah, but these these races build their whole se- their whole season around these yeah. weekends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You're talking about these outdoors break these, somewhere. Yeah, these venues, the individual track owners. I mean, their livelihood depends on these events. And go, uh, I don't know. You're asking yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, okay. For something that's not, you know, doesn't have anything to do with them. I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I haven't spoken to anyone right. in those meetings, but I don't think that would be a very pleasant conversation on either side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely. You could be right for sure. Uh, maybe I'm. Maybe, look at me. I'm more optimistic. I'm optimistic. I, I mean, I hope so. I, I don't have a. I don't have a vested interest in it. Right. It, right. it doesn't affect yeah, me yeah, per se. But yeah. I just think that's going to be a tough conversation to have. Is like, hey, we need you to reschedule your whole season to so we can fit ours in. Like that's a tough ask. I think. Okay. So mm-hmm. before we wrap this up, on a serious note for Indy this weekend, there's be no fans. Do we, JT, just grab our laptops and just go grab the best seat in the middle of the stadium, like just right in the, you know, do we just chill in the seat down below? I'm going to Jim Irsay's box. (laughs) (laughs) Touch everything. Um, You know, because now we can just roll. And, and, oh, and also, will the concessions be open for us? No. No, absolutely not. I think it's going to go just like the the, the, us not being able to probably have – full rain to go into the team rigs, there's probably only going to be a few places that we can really go so they don't have to go disinfect the whole thing because they're going to have to disinfect it as soon as this thing's over. Right. Every other venue is doing that anyway. Like, look at the games they had last night. As soon as this thing gets over, it's a full, like, decontamination unit. Hmm. That'll be bizarre this weekend in Indianapolis. So, no fans from what we hear. Stay tuned, though. Uh, the folks at Supercross Live will have the official announcements, I'm sure, I would think today, JT, at some point here. Yeah, I think literally things are happening by the minute yep. right now. Yep. Um, I've been told so many different things by so many different people today that I don't know. And, and these are all very trustworthy, informed people. So yeah, I yeah. think there's a lot of things happening by the minute. Oh, boy. Well, stay tuned, everybody. Hey, Anton from Swap Moto Live and JT, JT from FlyRacing.com. Thank you, boys. I appreciate the time. Let's, uh, let's stay tuned and see what happens. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, things are going to get crazier from here. So thanks, everybody. Okay, guys. Be safe. All right, see ya. See ya. That's Michael Antonovich. That's Jason Thomas. Thanks, Tits. Yeah, buddy. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, flyracing.com, Pro Taper, Maxis, and Athena all on board with us. I'm getting on a plane to Indy here in like a couple hours. Good. Yeah. Pray for me. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week.